Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Trisha Stefankowitz, registered dietitian and nutritionist. On our episode today, I wanted to talk about consistency and why consistency counts. And more specifically, how to become more consistent with the goals that you want to achieve. I started thinking about this episode with consistency because for two reasons. One is, is I end every episode talking about choosing consistency over perfection. And I realized that I don't think I've ever done an episode crazily enough about consistency. And number two, I am struggling with inconsistency and being consistent in my own life. And so I started kind of thinking about like, okay, what is it that I can do to be more consistent? For me, I think I've talked about on this episode that I, um, I sustained a hip injury when I was pregnant with my son. So it's been almost five years and my hip hurts a lot. And especially if I don't, if I don't stretch, stretching is something that's really important. Yet I find myself getting to this point because I'm not consistent with stretching that I'm in this state of pain. And then by the time I actually want to do something about it, it hurts so bad, my hip, that I don't want to stretch because then it hurts. And so I started thinking to myself, like, Jesus, Trisha, if you just would stretch every single day, you wouldn't get to this point. And it's like, I know it, but to do it is something different. And so because of that, I wanted to explore this idea of being consistent with you too, right? For myself, I feel like when people achieve these goals that I want to do when it comes to my health, I almost think of, you know, I'm not really sure, like, can I do it? And I look at somebody else and I think, wow, they're so amazing that they achieve that goal that they want. And yet there's no difference between either of us. The only difference is that that person you know, in my head is like this super amazing person that I don't know how they do everything, but really probably what it is, is that they're consistent. So there's no real difference here between me and them, except that they're really consistent with what it is they're doing and I'm not consistent. And so I thought that perhaps if this was something that I was struggling with, with consistency, that maybe you are struggling with it too. And so I wanted to talk about it today. So really, we're going to talk about consistency, the benefits, the downfalls, which I'm sure you all know, and then four different ways of trying to really get to a place that you can have more consistency in your own life. So first, I want to talk about knowing and the benefits of being consistent. I think we all know them, right? Because one of the things is about consistency is that I'm sure for most of us, we have areas in our life that we're really consistent and areas in our life right now that we may be struggling with being consistent. So you probably have something in your life that you're doing on a consistent basis, whatever that is for you, whether it's getting up and going to work, whether it's some, t- it's some kind of routine that you have, there's something that you're doing right now that is consistent. So you know first of all, that you're able to be consistent with something, right? And so let's talk about the benefits of the things that you're doing that are, you know, that that you're doing consistently. Consistency is this idea of having some kind of accountability. So you wake up every day and you do this one thing and it gives you accountability for what it is that you need it to be accountable for. 
And more importantly, it allows you to it allows you to measure your goals. So a lot of times when we're starting something, especially a new habit, we start from the beginning and then, you know, once we've kind of gotten really good at being consistent, we've we've started to master that. So you're able to kind of have this timeline of where you're at now and where you were at the beginning and you can see the growth and the progress that you've made. And more importantly with consistency is that it, it allows you first that you've achieved this goal that you want, which is pretty amazing. But then also it allows you to continue to move forward with your growth. Because with inconsistency, you, a lot of times you're having to start over and over again, you have this cycle. So perhaps if you've you know gotten a goal down and you've been doing it pretty consistently, you've moved out of that like, you know, hard phase at the beginning, and then you're kind of in the middle. And then maybe you've even gotten to your goal, but then you kind of popped off the bandwagon and then you had to start over again. And so what happens is a lot of that stopping and starting and stopping and starting, it's valuable in some ways because you're learning what works for you and what doesn't work for you, but you're having to keep starting over and over again. And for most people, when it comes to health, wellness, and self-care goals, there's a lot of like shame and failure that accompanies that accompanies those feelings and um, accompanies that inconsistency. So if we're able to be more consistent, you can kind of get that, get rid of that, all that emotional stuff from the bat. And then also, I think the biggest thing with being being inconsistent is that it's really hard to create a true habit if you're not being consistent. And so, sure, you might be consistent for like two weeks, but true habit for a true habit to be formed it's probably going to take longer than that depending on whatever habit it is that you're trying to achieve and so you know i think that consistency wins in all of this right i think we all know this we all know the value of being consistent so let's kind of start digging into four different things that we can think about when it comes to being consistent and how you can start to create some consistency in your life with whatever it is you are trying to um, achieve. The number one thing that I would say here is to really figure out what your why is. And what I would say is, is to dig into this, right? So your why can be anything, but it probably has to be something that's like a pretty big motivator for you. And something that's really going to define what your purpose is of what it is you're trying to achieve. This why is going to be something that is really important for you. And it's going to allow you to see the bigger picture of what it is you're trying to achieve. It's really going to be like the like digging deep to figure out what it is that you want to achieve. And why this knowing your why is important is that it gives you clarity for your goal and it allows you to identify the things that you want to achieve. I think a lot of times we say, oh, I want this and oh, I want that when it comes to our health goals, especially when the new year comes around because we feel like we have to because this is a time that we get the opportunity to do and to be something else and to achieve our goal. But we don't need the new year to do that. We can do any time that we're ready. Because the important thing here is to really know why it is you want to do it. 
because that why is going to really help establish your foundation of your new behavior. And digging into the why may also help eliminate some of the goals that you're doing, but you don't really want to be doing because that's the other part too. If you don't identify your why, it's, you're, you might really struggle with your goal because you might not even want it. It may not even fit into what it is you want to achieve right at this particular time. Maybe you have something that is more important right now that you want to achieve and you work on that first. So really exploring your why is going to give you the clarity and the identification of what it is you want to achieve. And I think the bigger thing too is that knowing why you're doing something is going to be the thing that drives you to get up in the morning to do what it is you want to do. Because like anything and any goal you try to achieve, it's going to be really hard for you to do it some days and some days it's going to be really easy. But on those really hard days, you can start to dig into like, okay, this is why I'm doing it. And then it becomes a value to you to do it. So we can go back to my example of the stretching. I don't really want to get up every morning and stretch, right? I can't stand it, which is why I haven't done it. But when I look at the big picture here, I know why I'm doing it. I'm doing so I can be more mobile and I can play with my kid. And I want to be able to do things and to be active with him and to be active in my own life for me. And so if I look at it like that, it doesn't seem so crazy that I get up and stretch for a couple minutes every morning. And in fact, I've been doing much better at it. And so trying to like, just remember what it is you're doing. And, you know, again, I think digging into this because you don't want it to be like some superficial why, because I think you're not going to feel it like in your gut and in your core and like your whole being. And that's the goal here is that you feel it. Like, you know, really why you want to do it and what, and, and, and know kind of what, what it is that you desire and, and how you're going to be, how you're going to be able to do it and that it's going to drive you to be, um, more, I don't want to say motivated. Cause I don't really think it's that. I think it's just going to be this like feeling within you that you see the purpose of what it is that you're trying to do. So that would be my number one is to dig into your why and really dig in here and explore it. Not just, I want to fit in a bathing suit in the summertime. Cause sure, that might be a goal that you want to achieve, but maybe the bigger why here is that you are tired of doing this over and over again, or maybe it's because you want to play with your kids and you want to get in a bathing suit or Maybe you just want to go hang out with your friends somewhere on the beach and feel like you're comfortable. And those are all really valid. And again, this is going to, each goal that you have may be a different why. And so it's just trying to figure out what it is that you want to do right now and kind of moving from that, really figuring out what your why is for that particular goal. My number two thing I would say would be to keep it simple. So now that you have decided why you've picked your goal, you understand why it's important to you, let's figure out how to keep it simple because the goal in this is to pick first, I would say one thing, don't have a whole bunch of things that you're trying to achieve at once. Really what you're going to try to do is, is to create some kind of routine that is sustainable for you. I mean, what I would probably say to do when it comes to consistency is to start with a small goal and then as you master that goal, keep adding on to it. And 
so that at some point you get to where it is you want to be. Especially when it comes to like wellness goals, I feel like, you know, a lot of people just go right in um, because, you know, maybe they could have done something 20 years ago. They can't do it anymore, but they don't know that about themselves. Or I think for so many people, myself included, like, I just want to get to the end. I just want to dig in and just get to the end. I don't want to do the whole like learning part. I just want to get there. But what I realize in counseling women and even for myself is that kind of starting somewhere, reevaluating it, and then shifting and moving forward seems to work a little bit better. And so what I would say for you in terms of consistency is start to think about a routine that is sustainable for you in your life and think about what it is that you can actually do and be consistent with. And when I'm talking about consistency, I don't mean that it has to be everyday consistency. It's just that you're doing something frequently enough that you can make it more of a behavior that's part of your life because that's ultimately what you're trying to do, right? You're trying to almost create a routine that is something that you're already doing that you're just kind of adding on to the beginning of your day, the end of the day, or just kind of doing something that you're already doing. So the goal is to start with these really small goals and then see if that particular goal, if you're able to achieve it, add on to that goal every couple weeks, every couple of days until you get to a place that you can keep adding on, adding on until you get to, you know, your bigger goal that you're trying to achieve. When I'm thinking of this, I'm also thinking about, um, I don't know if anyone has read James Clear's book, um, Atomic Habits. That's a really great book because it really talks about like the motivation of why we're trying to form habits. And it talks about like what works for people and what doesn't. And I think one of the things he says on there is to do this thing where you are just like creating a routine based on something that you're already doing. So you're going to be more apt to do that at versus versus like creating a brand new routine. That's going to be something completely different that you have to do. So what I'm saying here is to just kind of work on, I guess, along those same lines where you're just taking a small step or a small goal that's kind of ending or beginning of your day or the end of your day or somewhere in something that you're already doing and then just building upon them so that you're just creating one little routine every single day and then building on that to your bigger goal. I guess eventually too, you want it to be like something that you don't even think about. It just becomes part of your day. And so that's why I would say to just kind of keep it simple. Just do like one thing that you can do that you can start to um, focus on each day till you get to the bigger goal that you want to do. And then my third thing I would say would be, let's talk about some tools to support you to get to your goal. So now that we have your goal, we know why you want to do it, and you kind of figure out like a routine or how to add it on to your day in a really small step, really trying to figure out how you're going to achieve that goal, like the nitty gritty here. How are you going to have like some accountability for your goal? How are you going to not become distracted? Um, like this is like kind of the, you know, the whole part of it and how you're going to, what's going to help you stay motivated. So I feel like a lot of times people will do things like their smartwatch. I know a lot of people do that. And that's a great way that you can do, like, it can keep track of your sleep or can keep track of how many steps you're taking, whatever it is that you're trying to do. And so why they work for so many people is, is it kind of gives you, it'll give you reminders during the day to do it. 
Um, it will give you, I don't know, it'll give you like stats that you can see how far you've come to kind of help get you to a place that you're like, oh God, I did that yesterday. Maybe I can do it again today. So it kind of like springs a little bit of that like motivation. Um, but I know that there's other tools that we can use too. And so let's talk about that. Cause like, what are you going to do once you set the goal that you want to do? How are you going to make sure that you're able to do that as frequently as you said? I have an episode that I've done on SMART goals, and I'll attach that in my show notes because I can't remember what episode it is off the top of my head. But I would say also with the previous step, really trying to figure it out what it is, you know, what it is in terms of your goal. And when it comes to SMART goals, it usually means like specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. And so when you're thinking about the goal that you're trying to achieve, again, it doesn't have to be every day but that you know and you have like kind of a system in place that you know what the day, the week looks like for you. So for example, maybe you decided that you wanted to work, you know, work out three days a week, right? So we can use my example, the stretching. So what's going to be helpful to me is not to just be like, oh, I think I'm going to do three days this week. No, what's going to be helpful is if I'm specific, I pick the three days okay, I'm going to stretch Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And kind of in my head knowing like, okay, how many how many minutes am I going to do it? Okay, 10 minutes, great. Is that realistic for me? Okay, is that a realistic goal? I think about my week. What is it that I can do this week? When can I add it on? Okay, great. I can do 10 minutes, three days this week on these days. And then having a time period, a time-bound piece to it. So reevaluating that each week and seeing if I did it. And so I think that, you know, we have also these tools that can help us support that goal. Because now that you know what you're going to do, you have kind of your routine, you know, and maybe you have your smartwatch to help you. You may need some more things to help you stay on track for what it is you want to do because life is crazy and it's very easy to get distracted. And so some of the other things that you can do is what I just said is like to schedule it on your calendar to, you know, have a process. And I think that's part of this whole consistency thing too. And when I talk about the tools, it's really like developing a process that works for you, that you can set your goal and that you can look back to see if you've done it. I think a lot of us set a goal that we want to achieve, but then we never look back to see how much I did it this particular week. So what I would say for you is first get a calendar, right? It doesn't mean if it's online, I use my Google calendar. Um, Perhaps you have a paper calendar. I have one of those too. I usually do both. And what I would say is to schedule it. Okay. You sit down on a Sunday and you figure out, okay, what is my, what does my week look like this week? So that's the first thing. You set the days that you're going to work out, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, great. You have a game plan that you're going to do it. But then having a process that you're going to review those goals. So it could be at the end of each day. It could be each week. That's the piece I think that's missing is we can set the goal, but we're also not like reevaluating it to see if we've achieved them. And so part of being consistent, I think, is doing that because then it allows us to see how consistent we were the previous week and to move forward. I find that for myself, if I don't do that, I'll be like, oh yeah, I did it. When I look back in the month, I'll be like, oh yeah, I stretched and I did this a million times. But then it's really like twice. 
So perhaps you're like me. I don't know. So I think then having tools in place, again, like the smartwatch or having a calendar is a way that you can really hold yourself accountable to what it is that you've set as your goal. And I think that will help keep you consistent too, to have these things. Um, other things besides a smartwatch and a calendar would be having a journal. Um, you know, I have like, I also have this thing. I don't know if any of you guys have, it's called strides and it's this app that you can put on your, um, on your iPhone. If you have an iPhone, I think they have an Android version too. And I'll also link that in the show notes, but basically it's a reminder. So it's a, it's a goal and habit tracker and you can just set a reminder each day that you have to complete it to see if you've done it. So I would kind of look into some tools like that to see, especially if you're, if you don't wear a smartwatch, I don't wear a smartwatch. So it's hard for me to remember. Um, but another thing is, is that I'm sure you guys all have phones, right? Like so that you can set a timer each day to either remind you to do the thing that you're trying to do, or as a reminder to document if you've done it or not. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, I think there's also some habit trackers out there that you can do. And it basically, like I have a planner and it's called a soul planner, which I love by the way. And it's basically like each week I set a goal and then I have to track that habit each day. And at the ends of the week, I have to review, okay, you, you did that or you didn't do that. And so you don't have to have that planner. You can just do it in your own life. You can just have a piece of paper or, you know, you can just do anything or you can just put it on the calendar and kind of see like, okay, I've done it this many days or not. For my visual people out there, you can also get one of those like desk calendars or wall calendars and you can just kind of like mark it in a different color, um, you know, to kind of see how many times that you've done it this week or how many times you've done it this month. And just importantly, to revisit it. I think for some of you guys, if you're actually at a physical work location, it might be easier just to have a calendar at work because I feel like when we're at home, it's so hard to go back and look at our home calendar where we're, if we're at work, we probably have a couple minutes during the day to just be like, okay, let me revisit this. Let me revisit that. So if you're visual, you would put that in some color on your calendar or a sticker or something just so that you can revisit it. And then when you move your calendar to the next month, you can, before you do that, you can revisit what it is and how many times that you've done that habit for that particular month. So again, I would say to you, try to explore some tools that will work for you to support the goal that you're, that you're trying to achieve, because that's going to allow you to be more consistent. I think a lot of times we think like, oh, I have to really struggle and I have to make this really hard for myself. But I think part of the process of being consistent is trying to figure out things along the way that work for you. Because this whole idea of creating a behavior change isn't, it's not just linear. Like it's not going to just be perfect and go in the positive direction all the time. It's actually going to go up and down and sometimes you're going to be better at it and sometimes you're not going to be so great at it. But, you know, as long as you can be consistent in what it is you're doing, then, you know, maybe that's okay. And I think that's probably where you're going to get to the longer results in the end, because it's going to allow you to keep doing the behavior, even when it isn't perfect. And so that is our fourth and last piece of this 
of all of these things that we're talking about is this mindset piece and this idea of owning your excuses and being okay when things aren't perfect. You know, I think especially if it's like exercise or something or if it's regarding meal planning or eating out or something like that, we get into this idea that like, okay, well, I didn't do today perfect, so I'm going to stop. And I want to really just tell you like it doesn't matter if you did it perfect because it it's not the perfection that's going to get you to the goal it's going to be the consistency and so that's what matters and you know in terms of workouts maybe you only have for time for a 20 minute workout today and normally you do 45 well that's okay because it's just the act that you're doing it just being consistent and doing the behavior that is going to get you to where you want to be Because it's not the actual workout, it's the pattern and what you're doing to get yourself into a place that do it that matters, right? So even if you have 20 minutes, you're still doing the habit. And then tomorrow you can, you know, if you have time, you can do the 45 minutes. But that's where the magic happens in just doing it, even even if it's not the allotted time frame and even if it's not going to be perfect. And especially with meals, gosh, if you have a meal that you feel like, gosh, I wish I didn't emotionally eat. Who cares? You have another meal ahead of you. And so it doesn't have to be perfect. It's just that you're doing something consistently, then maybe you're, then you're doing it now. So the mindset piece is really important because it's going to really give you an opportunity to learn about yourself. And, you know, I'm, I have a million excuses just as much as you do, right? And I think some of that is like owning the excuses that you present to yourself because the excuses part of it too, when it comes to consistency, allows you to see some information because if you're finding that you're giving yourself a lot of excuses for the goal that you're doing it, then maybe that's telling you that that goal isn't something that you should be focusing on right now. Maybe there's something else that's more important that you can give time to that will ultimately lead you back to this goal. And that's okay too. And then also this other part of perfectionism, which I talk about a lot on this podcast, is that, you know, like everything that you're doing when it comes to a goal is is giving you an opportunity to learn about yourself. And this whole process of any behavior change isn't going to be perfect. But if you strive for perfection, you're never going to, you're never, it's going to be so hard for you to achieve your goal in the long term. So I would stop beating yourself up stop beating yourself up if you miss a workout or stop beating yourself up if you didn't eat the way that you wanted. Just start doing it and reevaluating it, like what didn't work and starting to reframe it, right? Because in the long run, it's not going to be, consistency does not equal perfection, right? So like if you, you can, you can choose consistency or you can choose perfection, but you can't choose both. And so what I would say is if you have the chance, always choose consistency because that's going to, that's going to keep you going. That's going to be the thing that teaches you about yourself. That's going to be the thing that is going to, where you're going to learn the most along the way with perfectionism. You're not going to get that. You're going to be stopping and starting because you're not getting to where you want to be fast enough, or you're not doing it well enough. Whereas consistency, maybe you're going to muddle through it and it's not that great, but you know what? You did it. And that's the most important thing. So I would really focus on that mindset piece of letting go of the, letting go of perfectionism. I did an episode on that pretty early on. Another one I can't remember the number on, 
But all of these, I'll put the um, link in my show notes that you can, you know, that you can look at it if you want to dig deeper into these topics. So thanks for listening. These are my four things when it comes to consistency as a review. You know, kind of once you set your goal, knowing why it is you want that goal, exploring the why, because that's going to give you the bigger picture and that's going to give you clarity to what it is and how important that goal is to you. Number two is to keep it simple. Find a routine that is sustainable to you um, and add on to it. I would also use the SMART goals in here too to really kind of set you up for what it is you want to achieve and have a really specific goal instead of something that is just like, oh, I think I want to stretch like my my goal was and I, I failed at it. Number three would be finding tools to support you during your goal and knowing that you need the support because it's it's going to be hard. I think, you know, I, it's, it's hard. Like I don't always believe in motivation because I think there's so many variables to that but certainly tools that can help you along the way to achieve the goal that you want to achieve. And then lastly, practicing this mindset piece of, you know, looking at your goals, seeing why it is that you're really not achieving it, if it's something that you really want, and trying to let go of the perfection that consistency is going to matter and it's going to get you to the goal quicker and better. And you're going to learn a lot more along the way than being perfect, which is going to be a lot of pain for you. Trust me. I know as a, as a perfectionist that I'm trying not to be anymore. I know that. And so, you know, I think that all of this, when it comes to health changes, it can be really messy. It's not perfect. And it's just about being consistent because that consistency over time will get you to be better and better each day. And so I'm going to leave you with a quote. I have a couple of consistency quotes. Let me see which one I'll do. Um, okay, I'll do this one from Michael Hyatt. Consistency is better than perfection. We can all be consistent, but perfection is impossible. And I like that quote because it makes it seem like we can all do the things that we want to do. So if you think someone would like to listen to this episode, please share with them so that we can further this mission of empowering women to take messy, messy, messy action, but consistent action when it comes to our health goals. So I am thankful for you guys for listening and I look forward to seeing you back here next week. I hope you have a great week and that you do some work when it comes to really exploring your why of what it is you are trying to achieve with your health goals.